I am beyond excited about today's episode because I have some wonderful people on here today. I have two of my great friends on here, um, on here that's joining me on today's episode. And today is going to be a little bit different. We're actually going to talk about walking in your purpose. And that basically means everyone has a purpose, whether you realize it or not. Some know their purpose way ahead of time. Others don't find out their purpose until later on in life. Therefore, that's what this episode is going to focus on. With that being said, it's only right that I start off. When I first realized my purpose and what it is that I was put on this earth to do, which was to not only create center stage, but to help those who I know would benefit to be a helping hand to somehow change lives and do so many other great things. Um, I had lost a lot of friends because I couldn't take everybody with me and I still can't take everyone with me on my journey. I, um, I had lost quite a few relationships and it's not, I shouldn't, I don't even think I should say lost because you know, it was actually a game. Um, but I did take a lot of L's when walking in my purpose and really, discovering what it is that I want to do and when I realized these are the goals I want to accomplish I had to make some sacrifices um that doesn't make you a bad person um it does it does create a lot of changes in your life and it creates a lot of boundaries and allows you to think a lot like I had a lot of time to think because it was many days and many nights where I was just up by myself in a room just like what is happening right now like why does it seem like everything is just falling apart? But in reality, it wasn't everything falling apart. It was actually everything falling into place for me. Um, when I say that I had to experience a lot of ills and I had to create, make a lot of sacrifices, it was um, people I grew up with that I consider my best friends that I, I love so dearly that I would do absolutely anything for. Um, as I got older... And I started figuring out what it is I wanted to do and what it is I wanted to get accomplished. I had to stray away from old habits, from old ways, people that um, was not benefiting me. And I don't mean benefit like where I can use them or, or anything of that nature. I mean benefit far as we're not growing together. You know, a friendship is just a friendship is just like a relationship. You have to be able to create a, a safe space, a circle. You need a circle of people around you who's going to help you build, who's going to help you grow, who's going to motivate you and encourage you. You don't want to be around anyone who is going to bring you down or who's going to make you feel less and who's not going to celebrate you when you need to be celebrated. And then you get those who come around who will celebrate you, but they're not really there. They just want to be there to give you kudos and be in your spotlight but when you really need somebody they're nowhere to be found you don't need those type of people and I definitely went through that I went through that a few times in my life and I'm pretty sure I'm not done going through that you know I'm older now I have my own family um but one thing I will say is with me being an entrepreneur as well as a mother and you know having something of my own now and being much older, I will say one thing that hasn't changed, my circle hasn't really changed tremendously because these two young ladies that are on here with me at this moment, at this very time today, they have been a part of my life ever since I was like 
nine or ten years old and so it's it's really amazing because um to still have that type of bond with someone first of all it's very rare you know it's very rare to have that bond with someone and it's very rare to have that bond and still celebrate certain accomplishments with that with that person and not only am I proud of myself and all of my accomplishments but I am extremely proud of these two ladies and the first young lady that I am going to introduce um, her name is Miss Danielle I'm gonna let her do her own introduction when she gets on here but she she's been knowing me for a very long time like I said nine to ten years old and um she is she's pretty dope she's pretty dope I can honestly say she's pretty dope and even though we have we are living our own lives and we have managed to do our own things over the past years we always managed to come back have a conversation and we bounce back with with no problem so I definitely want you all to just just listen to her listen to her story um the things she had to sacrifice her journey and then we're going to go on from there because I don't think people understand and not just people, but even young, young folks really understand that if you want to be successful, if you, if you want to like not only be successful, but just like get things accomplished, you got to surround yourself with those type of people. And you also have to create boundaries. You have to sacrifice so much. And if you're not ready for that, then it's a possibility you're not ready to be successful. And I feel like this is, this is the time more than anything to discuss this right now, you know, cause it's not just about my age group, but it's about our younger generation because there's so many things happening in the world right now. And our young folks really need to hear this. So I'm going to allow Miss Danielle to speak and then we're going to move further on where I'm going to um, introduce my other friend. And then, yeah, we're just going to go from there. Like, so I'm super excited. Like, I don't even know what else to say. I'm just so excited. But Miss <laughs> Danielle, please, can you give your introduction, honey? Yes, absolutely. So like Chanel said, my name is Danielle and I am from from Gary, Indiana, and I currently am in Indianapolis, and I am a graphic designer, illustrator, and photographer at um, a marketing firm, and my full-time business, my, uh, I'm sorry, my my own personal business is a freelance, um, as in I have started my own business called Natural Nerd Design. Um, to pretty much to go into like how I started, um, after I went to Emerson for art, and um, I know out the back that my career had to be something related to art. So I went to UND and had a first to be like a medical illustrator because um, I was into science, and but I still wanted to do something art related. But um, as time went on and after two years being in that major, I took a different direction to be a graphic designer with a minor in studio illustration and photography. Um, see what else. I uh, graduated um, 2015 with my undergrad and got my master's in, I think, 2019. Sorry, I had to look and see. Um, in media design and animation at Full Sail University, which is located in Florida. Um, so, like, kind of going off of, like, what Chanel had said is, like, you know, um, 
it was, I mean, of course that was like a little brief introduction about like my education background, but to get to that point, it was kind of like a lot of soul searching because you have to definitely like branch yourself out and put yourself in a position to succeed and also to fail. And to be completely honest, I failed a lot. <laughs> like I failed so much and um, that was the best thing for me is to fail because it definitely helped me to succeed and be in a place where I want to be. Um, so, I mean, I went through a lot of heartbreaks and I lost some friends too. Um, but it, I wouldn't even say it's a loss. It was actually more so of a gain because in order for um, something to be in your life, you need to make room for it. So it was just basically like putting positions in there for me to have certain people in my life to get me to a certain level that I need to be. And it's not basically stepping on people to make it to the top, but it's basically them helping you, giving you the foundation and the tools to make it to the top. And, you know, it's like how people are saying like, you know, these are my girlfriends and everything. I, I have those, but I honestly would say like, I have a lot of goal friends and I say like, you know, your goal friend is like somebody who inspires you, encourage you, you know, to, they, you, we support each other. So we bounce ideas off of each other. So it's like, you know, it's like, you know what? I want to start my own clothing line. And I was like, you know what? Oh, that's really dope. You know, like, you know, so what is your tool? What you going to do to start that? You know, actually like helping that person set plans and goals on how you want them to achieve that instead of saying like, oh, that's dope. You know, cool. Good for you. I was like, no, actually helping that person. I was like, okay, so if you want to do this, you would know you need to do X, Y, and Z in order to do that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what else you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Um, no pressure at all. Your journey is amazing. That's one of the reasons why I wanted you on here. Because I feel like not only is your journey, your story, or however you want to word it, testimony or whatnot, um, is amazing but it's unique it's different and I feel like um it will inspire any young lady any young entrepreneur but um I do have to ask with you saying all of that do you have any regrets any regrets yes um you know what? and it's not me being boastful or you know being humble but I don't have any regrets because I wouldn't be here if I didn't go through anything I think the only regret I would probably have is did not take that opportunities or did not say yes to certain opportunities sooner. Instead of me being so worried to, you know, like one one thing I have, my biggest, like, you know, I say is pet peeve, I worry a lot. And I was like, okay, I need to do this and that in order for it to work. But I was like, no, just go for it. You know, if you fall, just work on it. So I'll say maybe, I won't even say regret, but maybe my, you know, um, my flaw is like, I overthink it. And instead of just taking that, that chance i think that's probably all of us because i'm definitely the same way that's probably why we have so much in common <laughs> i can definitely relate to that i really can yeah um wow i really appreciate that i really do um i do have to ask um and i'm sure you know people want to know what all are you working on now what's going on with miss danielle at this present time <laughs> so as i stated before i do have my my own business and it's natural nerd and to kind of go into what it is it's like a creative um, it provides creative services um to other businesses such as like you know building logos flyers graphics and photography 
um, my latest, I'm really proud to say like last year was like, I know despite all the crap that definitely happened in 2020, I will say it's like, it's definitely was like a growth and renewal for me because that's when things started happening for me. So I was like, I was, um, my blog that I created, which was called um, Raising a Black, uh, Raising a Black Girl, um, made it into like Essence Magazine and um, other blogs. And my photography was featured in Huffington Post and Go Magazine. So I was, I was very like, unexpected things you know it's just me putting myself out there who had never thought that I would be able to even talk about like accomplishments like that I had like on my vision board I want to be a published photographer but to actually see it come happen was really really amazing now Dandy I do have to ask yes I probably heard Dandy <laughs> by the way um I do have to ask how did you come about with the name so natural nerd it's really funny um so growing up in Gary you know as predominantly black and you know um my family there is like there were seven of us in the household and everything and I they always made fun of me talking quote unquote which I hate white you know but I, <laughs> I hate that because it's like why well, didn't I know a color made a sound <laughs> right but they always said like oh you're just so a nerd you know you're just always talking like this and that and so I use like that negative like and turn it into a positive and you know with me being natural because I'm you know black and I have my natural hair I was like you know what I'm just a natural nerd so I, that's where the name honestly come from so I turned something negative and made it into a positive <laughs> that's real dope I like that I never knew that that was one thing I've never asked you and I like that thank you that's very thank creative you. um my next question and my last question for now is what is something you would tell your younger self? Like knowing what you know now, what is something you would tell your younger self if you could to prepare yourself for now? I hope that made sense, by the way, because in my head it made perfect sense. So I hope you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And I think it's like, uh, yeah, don't let failure hold you back. Like, you know, like it, it's okay to fall. It's okay to like mess up. It's okay. Definitely telling myself, Danielle, it is okay if you got a C or a B. Because I'm telling you, in high school and in college, if I got a B, I really thought that was the end of the world. Like, I'm, I, if I got a B, <laughs> let me don't get me started on here. If I got a B, my mama might throw me a party if I got a B back in college and high school. She got a <laughs> that, that is funny because yeah, my, my mom and like I love my mom, I really do, and she definitely molded me to who I am because it's like when I got like a B or a C, she's like, oh, it could have been an A, but you know, I felt some mm-hmm. type of way, like you know, like, and she engraved that in my head. I was like, if it's not an A, then I'm not perfect. I'm like, because I was like, I really, you know, of course, like image wise, I'm like, okay, if I'm not going to be like the prettiest girl, if I'm not going to be a model. I need to be smart, you know, <laughs> that was my mindset, and I mean, that's not the case at all, so this was like, one, definitely letting her know, it's like, first of all, you are beautiful, and you are smart, right. <laughs> so I think that would be definitely the two things I tell us, like, don't be afraid to fail, it's okay, you are beautiful, definitely you are beautiful, and you are smart, like, if you, you are smart, your grace does not reflect your intelligence. Oh, that's so true, you are absolutely right, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to introduce this next young lady. Well, she's going to do her own introduction, but I just have to say as well, she's been knowing me for a long time, just as long as Jasmine. Actually, all three of us went to the same elementary school together. 
We all, all three of us went to the same elementary school together and we all stayed in the same neighborhood. So this is, this is like reunited and it, it's just, I'm so excited. But um, yes, I have Jasmine on here and she has one heck of a story as well. Um, a beautiful journey and I'm pretty sure someone is going to definitely be inspired. She inspires me every time we're talking. She's another one. I am a big fan of both of these ladies. I greatly appreciate them. And yes, Jasmine, how are you, honey? I am great. Awesome, awesome. Would you like to introduce okay. yourself? Um, well, I'm Jasmine. I've, like Chanel said, I've been knowing her since, what, third grade, fourth grade? Yeah. And Danielle. Um, and I definitely have one heck of a journey. Um where do I start? So I start, I'm, I'm kind of like a nomad. That's what I kind of look at myself as because I'm just a student of life. I'm always looking to learn something and do something new and try something different, but I, I wasn't always like that. When I graduated high school, I went to college, of course, and I started studying psychology. And that was like the first step of breaking out of what my parents wanted me to do. And um, I liked it. I love the brain, but I was a really sheltered kid, super sheltered. I went off to school and I wild out. I'm talking about the parties, the the just living life, you know, getting to experience freedom that I had never experienced. And that's how I began to find myself and what I really wanted to do. So it wasn't something that like uh, I knew. It wasn't something that my purpose I didn't begin to find until I got a taste of freedom. Mm-hmm. So I dropped out. I dropped out and I moved to um, Indianapolis after a heartbreak actually, my first heartbreak. And I met some wonderful people in fashion. I started to model. And I got really into, and I've always been into fashion and I thought I could be a model, but it was just like, it was something that was kind of like frowned upon by my family. Like, okay, you're a smart girl. You don't like, come on now, you can do better than that. So when I began to venture off on my own, I was like, you know, let me try it. A lady in Walmart approached me and um, she put me in a bunch of fashion shows and uh, runway coach and I began to travel and do auditions all over the United States. And I really loved it, but I ended up making a sacrifice and choosing something else over myself. And it set me back. And um, with setbacks, you know, they happen in life. It was a, a life lesson. Fast forward until about, I don't know, four years ago. And I'm still on the path of really finding myself and really knowing what I want, really understanding myself, really Mm -hmm. getting to the root of what makes me happy. No one else, no interference, no outside noise. And um, I started studying like stock. You know, I started studying business. I stopped focusing on the vanity, you know, like the, the, the quick things, the modeling. And I put on the back burner and I'm a natural artist, like creating. I'm not talking about like drawing, but like visions, writing stories. I want to do short films. You know, I want to create clothes. 
I stopped everything and I was just like, you know, I want to create something that's going to last. Something that I can be in creative control of everything that I do when it comes to my art. And I started studying business. I got into real estate. I took some business classes. I learned how to trade um, in the Forex market. So that's what I do now. Um, I have a LLC, it's uh, TNT 2.0 conglomerate. TNT stands for Terrorize and Takeover. I um, love it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and now I am trading and I just became a Reiki master teacher. So it's like all of those things that I've sacrificed to find myself to create substance within myself, I'm now picking those things back up. So all my art, like this is my year for making up for myself because I worked so hard to find myself. And now I can be like a full-time artist and I can travel and I can be that student of life that I've always aspired to be without anything holding me back, without any person holding me back, any belief system, just, you know, those, those awful things that sometimes people implant in your brain and it can make you doubt yourself. So once you rid yourself of them things, you can be completely who you want to be without anybody else holding you back. And that brings me to current day, um, me going for everything that I want to go for and manifesting it all. Yes. So that's me, it. Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. I love it. Now, I do. Um, of course, I know what it is. But for those who may not know, can you explain what exactly um is it Reiki like? Oh, Reiki, Reiki. So Reiki, 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 it is energy healing actually. And um, something that I'm working on, a uh, website, all this cool stuff. It's about enlightenment and, you know, just being on a path of mindfulness, spirituality, you know, learning about yourself. Because a lot of people have been misconstrued. Like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's a religion to no. know. A lot of spirituality is just you learning about you. Mm-hmm. It's it doesn't self. have itself, right? Mm-hmm. Self awareness. And um, when I found out about Reiki, I've been um, getting Reiki work, energy healing work for about four years since about 2016. I found a girl online that I just oh my god, she's amazing. So last year, um, she started a Reiki class, but it was like expensive i'm out here starving artists you know trying to get my business off the ground i'm like i can't uh put that out every month <laughs> but the next time she come around and she do it again i'm in there she was like i'm never doing that again i was like <laughs> oh my god wait hold on wait you just just one more time <laughs> kid you not during the pandemic she's like you know what i'm gonna do the reiki class again so with me knowing how much it's helped me on my journey you know like really getting in the inside and like bringing up those traumas, bringing up those triggers, bringing up the not so pretty things that you need to deal with in life to get over and to move forward. I embarked on that journey of Reiki, being a Reiki master teacher, and it was probably the worst thing I could have decided to do. <laughs> Don't say that. The it, no, like going through it, it was awful but when you come out of it you are a completely different person you had to be transparent what we were talking about today yes you had to really look at yourself and you had to look at the most ugliest parts of yourself many days crying 
many days wanting to jump off the top of my building <laughs> because I could not believe like I was so bogged down by a bunch of stuff that had nothing to do with me yeah. a bunch of belief systems that had nothing to do with me I have been taking things from people that were not mine and just mm -hmm. internalizing it and messing up my life in the process. Trying to help everyone. Yes. Yeah. And and just, you know, negative things that people say, like uh, Chanel and, and Danielle both said, you lose a lot of people on the way up. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a little soft, you know, so I would take things like that personally because I really hold my friends close to me. So even when things like that would happen, I just would take it in, take it in, take it in. And with going through like the Reiki one, you really have to, especially the way that I went through it, it could have been easier, but the way that I went through it with my, with my master teacher, it was like blood, sweat and tears. It was worth it though. It was really ugly and it hurt a lot. Growing pains hurt physically, but it was really, really worth it in the end. And if I absolutely had to, I would do it over. But if I didn't have to, I would not. <laughs> I, just, I would not do that over. Because it was really, it was some days where I just would cry. And I would just be like, what is, what's going on? You know, different. That transition. Yeah, like leveling up. Like that's it. And it was like, it was no longer at my pace. You know, because usually when you're growing, you're growing at your own speed. But when you got yeah, a teacher behind you. It's just like, come on, let's get this. We, right. What are you doing? Come on. And wipe, she's, wipe your face. Get exactly. over it. Let's go. Next level. Exactly. So it was it was intense. Now, what you saying all of that, and I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked Danny, is like, do you have any regrets? In life? Like, or... period, overall. I just, because you just explained your journey to us, mm -hmm. and you went from, you know, you still do a little modeling, so mm -hmm. we're not going to, you know, make I'm it just seem that. like it's, Oh, you just you just don't do it at all. You oh, she yeah. still touches on it. If you go on her social media at any point in time, <laughs> girl is a natural model. Okay, amazing. And um, then you did you know real estate, mm -hmm. and now you're doing this or whatnot. So it's just like with stocks. Do you have any regrets at all about anything at all? And do you have any regrets far as enduring so much pain when trying to level up? Ooh. My regrets lie in fear I allowed fear to stop me a lot because I would just be afraid or I would have listened to you know people saying things like oh you're not gonna make it yeah I really took those especially when it's coming from somebody that I love mm -hmm. I would take those things like oh well you know they're right you know I'm not gonna make it I, I shouldn't do that I didn't move to New York because of that you know, I left Indianapolis when I was doing so good there because of that. You know, like it was just so many things that I could have had a softer landing if I would have just believed in myself and, you know, not listened to the outside noise. So if I have any regret, it's like not being, I guess, tough in the beginning, you know, or like taking other people's word against mine into consideration before I even listen to myself. Mm. I missed a lot of opportunities like and I mean granted I, I'm on a great path and I'm definitely modeling is right there on the tip but it's like who knows where I would be if I would have just you know believed in myself in the beginning and you know it would have probably been a softer landing but here we are you don't believe that everything happens for a reason yes and no um, 
I do believe that. But I also believe we have paths we can choose. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like some paths can be a bit easier if we make certain choices, but some paths can be a bit more challenging if we make that choice. If we have the more challenging, you know, paths, then of course, you know, when you bump your head, that's a life lesson. And I did, oh, oh, now, <laughs> touchable. You said I couldn't do what? Actually, I'm gonna do it twice <laughs> to show you that I can do it one time, then I'm gonna laugh you and do it again. Before the you know, so it's like, it's like, you know, I definitely got the tough skin, but it took me so many times, so many times, so many times, so many times to get that tough skin because I just was a big, uh, naive, a bit gullible, you know, just believing like the world is a great place type thing. And it's just like, uh, not here. No, wrong world, actually. <laughs> this is the right planet for that. So, um, yeah, I believe yes and no. Okay. You know, things happen for a reason if you know they need to happen for a reason. No, you're right. I do this thing. I, I started doing it in college. I don't do it as often as I should or as I used to, but in college, when I'm, I had my days, because everyone has their bad days, mm-hmm. and you know them days, like you just feel like you're just being target. Like, mm-hmm. what is happening? Mm-hmm. The walls are caving in. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like myself. My confidence is like, dang, they're at a zero right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're not perfect, you know, and we're going to have those type of days. So I do this thing where I encourage myself, mm-hmm. and I put sticky notes on my mirror, mm-hmm. and I compliment me. And I will leave it there for a period of time. So when I wake up in the morning or throughout the day, I can just refer back to those sticky notes and remind myself, remind myself how bomb I am Mm -hmm. because I have a tendency to forget that. So my question is to you, what do you do to encourage and motivate yourself to keep you on this path? Like what is it that you do? Well, I definitely have sticky notes on my mirror that I never take down. That's one. Okay. Um, it's a couple things I do. It depends on how bad of a day it is. Okay, <laughs> it's levels, right? So you got the days where it's just like a level one. So if I, it, and it can be something that was triggered by another person. Right. Like, oh, I'm not feeling my best. Sometimes I can't lie. I will legit like go to a store. And shop. And like either shop for something I want or wait for somebody to give me a compliment because I'm tall and I stand out. You like that? And I'm, I'm like, like, oh, I like your shoes. I like yeah, that. exactly. Compliments do make you feel exactly. better. Exactly. I don't feel nobody feel better. Especially from, yeah. Exactly. And then holding conversations with strangers, you know, like that, that, you know, one of those chemicals in your brain that sets up and, you know, all that good stuff. But um, sometimes I sit in it and I get to the root of it. That's one thing. Like, once you get on that path and you know better, it's like, oh my God, I guess I got to go inside and do it. Like, I guess I got to dive within myself and figure this it out. It's all about self and internalizing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah okay. So I'll do that and I'll just jump in, like, okay, why am I feeling like this? Okay, girl, you tripping. What's going on? <laughs> you know, I can get to that point. And sometimes I'll just sit and binge watch a show and just completely clear my mind so I won't self sabotage. Yeah. So it just depends on the levels of it. If it's not too bad, I can get out of it pretty quick. But if it's like bad, bad, and it's just like sometimes our bodies just go through stuff and yeah. our soul goes through stuff and it's in our DNA. And, and uh, what's that book? It's called uh, The Body Keeps Count. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes 
you just have to let it do its thing in yeah. a way and you can just sit it out like don't even interfere with what can be going on like okay i'm just let you do your thing i'm gonna watch this show right here <laughs> eat some popcorn or something i don't know have a snack but just like sometimes i just let it ride out let those emotions ride the wave and in a couple hours i'm like oh what was i doing again you know that's what i was saying at exactly oh, okay. right okay so yeah i definitely agree and i love it i absolutely love it i really do um i have a young lady on here um she she's another she she's special to me as always <laughs> any young teenagers that i have on this show i just consider them my babies and then you know special to me and close to my heart she's another one of my um i'm not gonna even say student because i really didn't get a chance to work with her as much as i would have liked to work with her but when i was at the um boys and girls club in portage when i was the teen advisor there she was one of the younger ladies that would definitely come into my room and talk to me and just share her ideas on different things and she would just come in and sometimes just ask for advice on different things i would just just have a little quick little talk and she has grown so close and dear to my heart and i love her she just recently graduated high school this is her her first year in college so she's on the show i brought her on the show because not only is she amazing but she is what i consider one of our young entrepreneurs out here and she is out here doing the thing she has so many great things going on and i just want to share her with the world but i wanted her to get advice from people that i know are sincere that are on the right path and who i feel like she can learn from so if you don't mind marina i would love for you to go ahead and give us an introduction and just share your journey with us as of right now and tell us how old you are and you know just you know introduce yourself Hi. to the world uh, wow before i start i mean man advice what what two incredible journeys to <laughs> i'm sitting here amazed like i'm you know like i'm one of the viewers i'm like whoa <laughs> <laughs> um, but hello, my name is Marina Keith, and um, I'm 19. Well, I'm going to be 19 in two days. So, <laughs> happy early birthday! Yes, a new year, new <laughs> start. Um, I'm currently a undergraduate. I'm a freshman at University of Maine, and I'm a computer and technology. Um, oh, I think you, I, I don't. I can't really hear you. Uh, yeah. Oh, is it good now? Are we good? Yeah, so it's a slight echo. Oh, are we good now? Okay, you're good. Okay. Go <laughs> yeah, um, I'm a computer engineering technology major uh, at the University of Fort Wayne. Uh, currently, man, my story, uh, it's crazy to think that I'm only going to be like 19 in two days and I already have like a, a story to tell. <laughs> um, so... I would say I currently am a co-founder of a upcoming nonprofit called Cheek and Tech. And we started this um, program my sophomore year back in 2018. And man, how, how do I even begin? Um, I grew up in Gary, just like all, all three of you. And back in Gary, uh, I did not hear anything of technology or engineering or anything of the sort. I I didn't even know what it was. I knew only my every technology thing I knew, I knew through like my dad's like male side of the family. So like my grandfather, my uncles, 
Um, I'm the first like female in my family to really get into engineering and technology. And I went to Emerson as well. Um, I was a dance major. So I was like, I was happy to hear that we have some some Emerson peeps in the podcast. I was a dancer uh, for four years, fifth through eighth grade. This is when they made it a hybrid, we're Emerson. And uh, I ended up mm-hmm. transferring to Portage High School. And I would say this transition of my life was probably the hardest part of my life. I went from an area that was predominantly black where I grew up around people who, you know, automatically, I'm not gonna say we all got along, but you know, we had the same kind of culture. We had uh, that we grew up all knowing, you know, the color purple or same type of movies. And, you know, when you go from an area like that to an area that's predominantly white, uh, you tend to stand out. And I'm also tall, I'm a tall black female, so. (laughs) That, um, that also played a huge part of my story. Um, I wanted to get into technology because my mom said, you know, if you're going to be a computer scientist, I saw my brother go to um, ISU, Indiana State University for engineering, uh, not for engineering, but for information technology. And I said, you know what? I took us, I took a, like a camp, um, a science camp at Loyola University the summer before my freshman year. And it was my introduction to robotics. And I was like, I kind of like this. And my mom and I had a slight argument about this before my freshman year. But if it wasn't for her, I would not be where I am today. Because uh, she told me, she was like, baby, if you're gonna get into anything technology-based, you need to be an engineer because that's where the money is. And I fought her on it so hard. I was like, I don't want to do that. I want to be a computer scientist, yada, yada, yada. But mm-hmm. it's because of her that I'm on the pathway up to being a, a software engineer in the future. So I, um, my freshman year, I just automatically joined the robotics team. I jumped uh, head in first. <laughs> and I, uh, I ended up making a lot of good friends. Um, some good points, uh, one that Danielle mentioned in the beginning and one that Chanel also mentioned, like having like a great group of friends who inspire you and who like build you up, especially when it comes to your like career and your education, that helped me tremendously. Like that's something my mom taught me, I would say around my sophomore year of high school, because you know, I came into like this high school where I didn't know anybody. I didn't grow up with any of these people. And, you know, I come in and I'm this tall black female, so I stand out automatically. And now I'm like the only black female on the robotics team. So now I really stand out. (laughs) And um, my mom, I had a really hard time making friends because I couldn't find someone that one I could relate to. And I got severely bullied for uh, being a tall female. So I talked to my mom and my mom was like, you need to meet friends who are going to build you up you know you make friends who are going to uh inspire you and produce greatness in you who have the same mindset you know and that's when I met three incredible ladies who ended up who I ended up co-founding a business an upcoming nonprofit with and um their names are Sonia Karova, Kelly Schaefer, and Cassandra Velez and um together my sophomore year their junior year we started a program called She Can Tech. And basically what She Can Tech is, is it is a program for girls ranging from fourth grade all the way up to their senior year of high school. Uh, And we host different workshops, even community events, but 
especially workshops that vary from different parts of technology. So we've hosted um, app designer workshops. We've hosted video game design workshops. Um, we've even hosted our, our very first um, in 2019, um, ranging into 2020, our leadership workshop. Um, where we taught girls how to start their own upcoming nonprofits and how to start their own projects and businesses. Um, and so basically what we're doing is we're using She Can Tech and we're creating a platform and a community, especially for girls, where they can go and feel safe to indulge in technology and anything dealing with STEM. And um, STEM is an acronym for science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. So we want to create an environment where girls and uh, girls, like young girls, even girls in middle school and high school, and some college girls come to us often as well, where they can feel safe being whoever they want to be in, in STEM and tech, whether it be a scientist or a chemist or an engineer. Um, we host these workshops to show them that it's okay. You know, it's okay to want to do this and it's okay to want to be a part of this community and we uh basically give them an introduction to different types of technology curriculum and an area and a space where they can feel safe to do it where they won't feel judged constantly or feel like they have to prove themselves so um i've been working on that and uh, I've been working on that since my sophomore year and now I'm in college and <laughs> I've got a couple more things added to my plate because as you know, college is the real deal. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit of my story. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> One thing I can say though, um, college can be overwhelming. I'm pretty sure all three of us can definitely attest to that, but I would tell anybody, you know, because a lot of people say, oh, college is not for me. Blah, blah, people, everyone has a different story. Um, I would say at least give it a shot because you learn so much your very first year of college. You know, regardless to if you go ahead and continue to pursue your career and, you know, or pursue that degree or whatever, you learn so much. You come across so many people with different cultural backgrounds. Um, you come across a lot of opportunities. And you create this, the state of independence about yourself. You learn, you learn so much about yourself at that time because you're, you're like on your own. You're just like, man, what a heck of a transition. So even though it seems to be a little weary on certain days, or it can, it can come off as you know being overwhelming, and you have so much to learn how to balance. I would say, take in whatever you possibly can through this journey your first year is one of the best years of your life your freshman year of college i would definitely say that i would definitely say that life yeah it really is i think it's it's definitely a start of life i think that's when reality can somehow set in you know like unfortunately i didn't get a chance to experience the walking across the stage my college years or whatnot you know my story is different so I didn't get the opportunity, but I was told um, that that last year, you know, when you finally walk across that stage, that's another reality check for you. Like, man, yeah. just like how high school is. You know, you walk across that stage, you're like, is it? Oh, yeah. Throw me out there, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yes, definitely take all of yes. that in. Take Most definitely. Because, I mean, yeah, definitely. college is like, it, it basically helps you, like, leave your childish ways behind. And it's like, kind of figure out who you are as a young adult. So it's like, you know, independence kicking, mm -hmm. you trying to find out who you are. Because when you're in high school, you still need your parents, you know, roof. So you got to be by their rules. Now you can create your own rules. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, um, with you sharing your story, and I know you you sat back and you know you're the last on here to actually go, but you you've heard everyone speak at this present time, Marina. I just want to ask you: Do you have any questions? Like you're, it's like we're at a round table. Yeah. You know. <laughs> everyone. Like, do you have any questions at all? Like, you know, how do you um, feel at this moment? Man. To questions, um, and I, I wouldn't say I have as many questions as I do comments. I mean, I was sitting back and I was listening. I was like the just the diversity of this entire conversation, you know, seeing women from different perspectives of life and different generations. I mean, that's what I love most about this podcast is being able to to get all three different generations like and put them together. You know, I I would say like, um. Man, when it comes to questions, I I don't have as many questions as I do comments, but a comment that I do want to make is I I'm extremely grateful to have women like you that have been like my my grandma would say that are seasoned and uh <laughs> things and uh, are just able to give back to to women like me because um I see myself with my peers and you know, people, and especially through this pandemic and everything going on in the world, like we need, you know, voices to tell us that when it comes to mental health, because, you know, mental health is a huge aspect uh, of, especially right now through the pandemic, like we need voices like that to to come through. So when it comes to right now in your business, because this is something that uh, currently she can tech, uh, we're experiencing when it comes to your business and the flow and the productivity, how do you maintain that? during a pandemic like this Ooh, I was expecting that <laughs> you really had yeah. a question it took huh? me a minute really to work to it but I was like <laughs> <laughs> now is this um, question yeah. for all of us okay um, for me actually it's hard I'm not going to sugarcoat anything <laughs> you know that I'm not I'm still learning I'm still learning to adjust because of the type of business I have, you know, with it being a nonprofit business and also a mentoring um, organization, it's like, what can I possibly do? You know, with all this going on, like everything that's taking place right now, people are really scared to leave out their house. So I'm still trying to get adjusted to this to try to like help. What else can I do for my community, for the youth that can save a life, make a difference and create a change and everything I come up with, I have to somehow add virtual in there. And that is so hard when you're used to talking face to face, when you're used to being right there in somebody's face and just being so direct, like, I don't know, I'm still adjusting. So I really don't know how to answer it because I'm still on this learning path, but it is hard and I know it's going to work out. It's going to be super easy. I'm a student at this at this present time. So I'm still learning. Like this podcast, I didn't know how I was going to do this. I didn't know if I was going to even start this. I was so unsure of everything. But I have stopped so many times when it came to center stage because I was so afraid. And that's what Jasmine was talking about, you know, living in fear. And I got tired of that. You know, I'm, I'm older now. Like I said, I have a family. I have so much going on and I don't want to always hold myself back because of fear. I don't want to do that. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do it. I'm going to just do it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? 
you know, I still don't know to this day, like, people going to listen to it? Like, do people want to hear about this? Not even just for me. Do they actually, you know, not everybody care about the youth. That's, I hate to say it like that, but not everybody cares to make a difference or cares about our community. So everything I do towards my business is me just jumping out on faith because I really believe um, I love the youth. I love helping people. And I feel like, because you are the youth, you know, you consider the youth for me. So I feel like your voice matters. Just as much as my voice matters, Jasmine's voice matters, Danielle's voice matters, your voice matters. You all are our future. Like, we depend on you all to a certain extent, you know, just like, you know, our parents depend on us and so on, however the case may go. So it's just like, you know... I had to take that faith and I'm still taking my, my leap out on faith every day, every chance, every time I make a new episode. So I'm still learning and I'm definitely still a student at this. Definitely. With me, uh, I had two deals about the clothes. I was in real estate at the beginning of the pandemic. What? It's been a year, right? It's, it's, it's yeah, it's March. It's, it's about to be a year. Right. We've been in this <laughs> COVID thing for years. So, I was, um, I had just teamed up with like a up and coming, uh, like a new real estate company. And we were like hitting the ground running. And I'm talking about, I'm at a different spot every day. And um, found the buyer, everything that I that I know, stocks, real estate, I'm all self-taught, taught myself all this stuff. So we're about to close two deals, lockdown comes. Nobody wants to do anything no liquid funds the banks are like we're not giving out any loans this went on for months until the deals were like blown it's just like oh, yeah those are dead dead deals and i'm just like well there's like a few thousand dollars just yeah, right. went down the drain for me but that's when i picked up um trading again i have been trading on and off uh this time last year for about two three years so just like, okay, let me get back into something that's untouched. So my advice was, mm-hmm. would be, you have to get creative. You have to get creative. Like you have to tap into your creativity and you have to sit down and map out what do people need right now? Mm. How can I be innovative with what I have, the skills that I have? How can I dish that out to the people and make it something that they need? Stocks. That's my thing. It's always been my thing. It's not ever going anywhere. When the stock market stops permanently, the world is over. And one of my mentors told me that. So I'm just like, wait a minute, this is going to keep going? <laughs> and it, it's still going. I'm talking about I'm witnessing people every day making $10,000 today. And it's just like, you would think like, how is somebody making this amount of money in a pandemic? But it to the, it, it's, it's happening yeah. every day. Like people have become millionaires in this pandemic. Yeah. You know, so it's just like you have to get in where you fit in, even in a, a time of distress. Like, you get creative. That's what I would say. Get creative. Yeah, you're right. I completely agree. Right. It was like for me, I mean, for me, I am an introvert. And I say that I'm like an introvert by choice. So it was like definitely during this pandemic, at first when it began, I was like, oh, this is pretty dope. I ain't got to see people, you know? Like, um, I'm not going to lie. That's how it is. I really felt because, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, I get anxiety when I'm around, like, a big crowd and all that. But, you know, and then I was like, oh, now, like, mm-hmm. when me thinking with myself and everything, I was like, okay, maybe now it's make, okay, it helped me to communicate more with people because I was like, 
okay, I need to communicate better since I'm not actually seeing people in person. So it is like, I agree with you, Jasmine, like creative way of thinking, creative way of like, you know, try to communicate with people and creative way of me trying to get myself and my business out. Because since I am doing something that is like helping other businesses, like how am I going to do that when like I can't go out and advertise myself and shoot people too because it's like you know nobody wants to take their pictures or do anything if it has to be with people so it's like there's like other ways that like you know and it also helped me you know learn a new skill for sure you know it's like I mean I was like okay I have time now since I am at home so I started like you know teaching myself how to do like you know programs like After Effects and you know going to like learning even more about coding so I can like you know enhance my skills that I do now so definitely Mm. helped me like learn a new skill now mentally I can say it was like kind of dream because it's like I couldn't see my family and you know uh tragic like no one even say it's a tragic but it's like something happened with my family and I was like couldn't even visit you know my dad like how I wanted to because of like the pandemic it's like you know you had to like only one person at a time and you had to like only um do it once a day and you could not stay overnight so it was like you know kind of pulling me apart of how I felt for my family but you know it was just how we found in a innovative ways to talk to each other like FaceTime how we did birthday virtual um, drive-bys and everything like we it just kind of showed this world like you know to take a pause and think of how we can still be together even though we're apart thank you so much that um that really helps because uh at the start of this pandemic before like I would say a semester because we run the program by semester, so like fall and spring. And so literally the semester before all this started, we onboarded like three new girls to be what we call like co-leaders. So they're the ones that like uh, if when we had when we had in-person workshops, they were the ones who were learning. They were like in the, in the training phase and learning how to teach the girls and do what we did because now we're going into college. So we won't have as much free time to necessarily run things. Um, so Sonia and I, because Sonia was the one who uh, came up with the idea and we founded the program together and, you know, trying to go from, you know, actually being able to see these girls, talk to these girls and mentor them and then go online and especially market online. Uh, it was insane. So thank you so much for your advice. I will definitely take it into account. Thank you. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> Y'all, this has been amazing. Like before this, you know, happened, I just want to say, you know, I spoke <laughs> into existence that this was going to be an amazing episode.